So someone asked me today if you should use supplements early in mold avoidance. And this topic has been addressed quite a bit. I'll address it here just for a minute before we get into the meat of the podcast today. Obviously, first, you know, check with your doctor, of course, before you start or stop any supplements. So the short answer is no, you shouldn't use supplements. Now, of course, anything that's mandatory or that's keeping you alive or medication, stuff like that, I'm not going to address that. I'm not a doctor. I'm just talking about general principle here. We sort of work on the premise that the body has stopped detoxing. It's refused to detox mold. And you've been building up mold in your body for many, many years, probably decades. And most likely, any of the supplements that you're taking are just addressing superficial symptoms, just fallout from lack of detox. Some of these supplements may be making detox even harder for your body. They may be things that your body's having to do an extra step and detox the supplement itself. Also, a lot of these supplements may be contaminated with mold that you can't sense because you're masked. And you may be thinking that your location's bad and really the supplements are bad. Um, lastly, the body, you know, in, in our screwed up understanding of alternative medicine and healing, we see the body as this sort of, oh, poor baby, you're not getting enough nutrition. Oh, poor thing, we got to support you with all these binders and supplements. And oh, you're barely hanging on by a thread. But that's not really what's going on here. What's going on is that there's an 800 pound gorilla sitting on your body. That's the lack of detox, the fact that detox has been turned off. And once you get rid of that 800 pound gorilla, your body's just gonna go back to being a normal body and it's not gonna need all this little support and supplements and everything. I will clarify that in a second. Um, This is where we're gonna get into sort of the meat of the podcast, the content that I really wanted to talk about today. I once heard that a famous sculptor, I don't remember which one, one of those famous Italian Roman sculptors from thousands of years ago said that when he was sculpting a statue, it was already there and his job was just to free it from it being stuck in all of the stone. I thought that was a beautiful way to describe uh, his art. And I think that applies to mold avoidance too. We have this vital, healthy body underneath this burden of mold toxicity, and it's just waiting to be set free. We don't need to have a perfectly balanced supplement routine anymore once our body... So here is sort of the tricky part to convey, and I hope you'll stay with me as I sort of muddle through this because it's not an easy thing to explain. On the one hand, yes, once you get that 800-pound gorilla off your back, the body goes back to functioning, and it doesn't need all of these supportive mechanisms. On the other hand, that's actually not true at all. And there are some very specific supportive mechanisms that are helpful and very specific supportive mechanisms that are harmful. This is also one of the reasons why it's bad to just take whatever supplements you were taking before when you start mold avoidance because you're going to be reborn You're going to be carved out of a statue as a new person. And I can almost guarantee that 90% of whatever supplements you thought you needed are either going to be unnecessary or harmful during mold avoidance. 
Okay, so if you're kind of confused and frustrated now, that's where I want you to be. Um, (laughs) You're probably saying, on the one hand, Brian says, don't take any supplements because the body can heal on its own. And on the other hand, Brian says, there's very specific supplements that help and hurt. You're probably just ready to throw up your arms and be like, this is ridiculous. What, what, how, how can we even make this work? Here's how. And the reason I want you to be frustrated and upset about this is because it leads you down the path of making the better choices when you understand what the problem is and what the solution is to this conundrum. This is this is what I talk about till I'm blue in the face with mold avoidance, right? That it's the singularity of mold avoidance, that this is We've uncovered a law of nature in this that has its own rules that we don't get to make up the rules. You know, when I hear people talking about their list of supplements that they want to bring on mold avoidance, it's all this made up stuff, right? Made up. Oh, I think I need this because of this. Oh, I think I need this because of that. Oh, well, I probably should take this because of this. And no offense, but it's pretty dumb, right? And I'm not any smarter. I'm not saying I I know any better than you do, but... Mold avoidance is a thousand years ahead of its time scientifically, and it doesn't work on the premises of acupuncturists selling commercialized supplements to try to boost your vitamin levels. It's it's got nothing to do with that. So how do you make sense of this? Well, one of the things that you have to do in early mold avoidance is when that new you is reborn, Right When the new you is reborn, you're taking copious notes, mental notes. You, you don't even have to write these notes down. They'll just be happening in your brain. There will be these new sensations in your body as you're doing mold avoidance. All these things will start to change. And eventually, whether it's two months, six months, a year, or two years, it, the time frame varies depending on you know, how sick you were and how, how, how much you're able to do good mold avoidance. But eventually you will start to recognize what it feels like to nurture along this new you. Because as detox turns back on, it's going to be delicate. This is why people are so driven to stay in such pristine locations. Because once they feel this detox turn back on and they realize, oh my gosh, this is healing me. This is solving all my problems. My health problems are literally melting away they get very motivated to keep that going, right? They realize this is the path. But at the same time, they also realize that that detox process is so delicate early on that it can be easily shut off again. It's like, it's, it's, it's like a baby, like an infant that was just born and it's not very strong yet because your body has been under this huge burden of mold for so long that the new you, the new detoxing you is going to be delicate. So, early in mold avoidance, you really want to learn what it feels like to be that new you. There's not going to be signs and, and I shouldn't say symptoms, there's not going to be signs of the detox journey that are the same for everybody. Um, for me, I noticed that when my body first started to finally detox again, I could feel toxins like actually moving through my liver, like my liver flow turned back on. People are like, oh, does that mean you went to the bathroom more? No. Does that mean you had pain that went away? No. It's, it's kind of an individual thing. I, it's hard to describe, but I eventually learned that, oh, this is my symptom of my body turning detox back on, right? Now, how does all of this tie back into supplements? Here's how. 
Mold avoidance is so expensive and inconvenient and such a big project that you really don't want to tamper with your ability to get through this progress, right? It's kind of like being on a mission to Mars. If you're on a $100 billion spaceship halfway to Mars and your flight crew mate says, oh, hey, let's go divert over to that asteroid field and see what it looks like. You probably say, mm, no, I would rather not do that. This is an expensive mission. Our lives are at stake, right? Um, let's just get to Mars safely. That's kind of the way I look at mold avoidance. You know, you got to leave your house and stay in alternative housing and you might not be able to work. Now, if you're rich and you have $100 million or whatever, then fine, more power to you. Just go do whatever you want. But for me, I wanted to expedite the process and not waste time. And what that looks like is learning, first of all, allowing your body to enter this new state of spontaneous detox, which you've never been able to do before as long as you lived in modern sick housing in modern sick cities. First of all, to allow that state to occur. And then second of all, to learn what it feels like to be in that state. Learn what it feels like to be in that state. I promise I'm going to come back to the topic of supplements in just a second. One of the things that you will notice when you are in that state is that it is the best state you've ever been in. Your Lyme disease, your viruses, your PEM, your anxiety, depression, food intolerances all start to go away. So there's no question that this new you, this new state is the right direction for your health. Of course it is or else why would all of these mold avoiders be continuing with this arduous you know, very inconvenient lifestyle when they could rather just be playing video games, watching Netflix and taking supplements, right? So it's obviously a state that will prove to you, I don't have to do any of the heavy lifting, me, Brian, I don't have to do any of the heavy lifting proving any of this to you because you will discover it on your own that being in that detox state, that spontaneous detox state that can only be reached by locations affect mold avoidance is a good thing. Now, here's where the supplements come in. The first couple of years, your body is going to be doing all of this deep house cleaning detox that you didn't even know it was capable of. And that's what we call the waterfall of toxins. One of my mentors told me that one of the signs of recovery is that people experience this waterfall of toxins. Basically just where the body is flushing out tons of toxicity and this may be experienced differently by different people. It might be, you know, really stinky, greasy, frequent bowel movements. It might be lots of greasy sweat. It might be this or that. I, I, there's just different, different things that happen, but we know it as the waterfall of toxins. You will find that when you enter this state of the waterfall of toxins, your body doesn't really want any supplements. And most supplements you try to throw at it, your body, it will turn off detox and your little Lyme disease and viruses and PEM will come creeping back in because they were caused by lack of detox. And so you go, oh, oh, I don't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't take those supplements. There will be a few supplements that may in fact help you help the waterfall come out faster, more efficiently, whatever. Now, here is the crux of the issue. This is the bottom line. The way you tell the difference is by knowing what the detox feels like. 
Remember a little while ago I said that when you're reborn into this new body, it's healing and spontaneously detoxing, you should be taking copious notes, maybe not with a pen and paper, but at least mental notes of what, what it feels like. That's step one. Then step two is, are there supplements that help or harm that feeling, right? That feeling. I call it sometimes that loving feeling, that intensification feeling. You can't put the cart before the horse. If you don't know what the feeling is supposed to feel like, then you don't know what supplements help it or harm it, right? This is why it just makes me grit my teeth and have a panic attack when people say, oh, I'm taking all these supplements early in mold avoidance. Because I'm like, but, but wait, you're, you're never going to learn what that feeling is because you're bombarding your, your body with all these artificial stimulants and inputs that are not natural for your body, right? It, so I've been really wanting to explain this in a more in-depth way that really sheds light on what's going on behind the scenes here. The, the first step is to identify what it feels like to be in that state. And it can be delicate. This is why mold avoidance is like a treasure hunt. Because for the first couple years, your body is still really jacked up from all that mold. And, you know, there were times where I would be at like a pristine campground and I would feel this detox raging through me and I would feel great in this euphoria and my body's like recovering and everything's wonderful. And then I would have to leave for a few weeks and I would come back and the feeling would be gone. It would be very elusive early on. And I've heard other mold avoiders say this too, that that intensification feeling, that detox feeling, that loving feeling, that waterfall feeling is elusive early on because it's a delicate baby. It's a delicate infant baby early on. So why would you want to be confusing yourself even more than you already will be with all of these supplements? Now, there are going to be exceptions to this, right? I get it. You know, maybe you have a thyroid problem, maybe this, maybe that. I don't know. Maybe your doctor said to take a certain supplement. Like I, like I said, I'm not a doctor. Don't discontinue any supplements without talking to a doctor. This is more a principle that I'm explaining to you guys. It's not a specific advice on any supplement. There were times where in mold avoidance, I would have these Bartonella and Lyme disease flare-ups because I was still early in the process and I wasn't fully better yet. And I would take some Bartonella supplements, like the Nutramedics ones are my favorite. Um, Kumanda, HH, Cemento, Banderol. And they would help me. They might shut off detox a little bit, but I would be like, oh, I really need this. This is, um, this is important because it, it, it's, it's chopping down this infection, which allows me to continue doing mold avoidance, right? So there are some exceptions. I'm trying to communicate to you guys a big picture what is the big picture that we're going for here, right? The details and the weeds are going to be individualized for each person. But I wouldn't just stick your head in the sand and pretend that none of these facts exist. So that guiding principle of learning what it feels like to be in that spontaneous detox state, that feeling is going to guide everything you do forever, basically. It goes much further than just, should I take a supplement? Because eventually, you're going to be able to walk into a house. Now remember, when, you, when it's finally time to lease or rent a house, the landlord or the realtor is probably not gonna let you stay there for three days, three months, or seven weeks to decide if you wanna commit to it, right? So you're gonna walk into a house, you're only gonna get to be there for 30 minutes, whatever, and you're gonna smell a musty smell, a moldy smell, right? 
And you're going to go, hmm, that's interesting. Even though there was a musty smell in that house, it didn't turn off my, my detox. So maybe I can live there, right? It's like a magic trick. You now have these magic skills that will serve you for your whole life. You might walk into another house and this other house has had mold testing done and it's new and there's no leaks. You feel so great about it, but you go, hmm, after I was in that house for about 10 minutes, I swear I feel like I got a mold hit and it was a problematic mold hit and it turned my detox off, right? That's magic information, you guys. This will save you from renting the house that looks good on paper and has good test results and all this stuff, but really has some sort of hidden problematic mold somewhere that may not affect everybody, but it affects you and it turns off your detox. And this is, this is the kind of information that will save you six months being in a moldy rental, losing all your money, getting sick again, and having nowhere to go, right? So this is why I'm so passionate about the topic of should I take supplements during mold avoidance? Do you see what I mean? It opens, uh, sorry for the background noise, my dog is chewing her new bone. Good girl, Lexi. You, you got your bone, bone, bone? Good girl. Um, it opens up the door. The, the simple question of should I take supplements during mold avoidance is like a Trojan horse. It opens up the door for us to discuss this larger topic which is A, getting your state, your body into a state of spontaneous detox based on locations effect mold avoidance, which can be delicate at first. B, learning what that state feels like. And then C, only using supplements, treatments, food, whatever that facilitates that feeling to remain stable and intact. And this is like your compass throughout mold avoidance. This is how you know if a location is tolerable or not. Um, for those of you who pay for my premium podcast episodes, like 90% of my episodes are now premium, guys. So if you enjoy this, you really should consider supporting me with $10 a month and listening to all of my other premium podcast episodes. But in, in the last few months, I've made a lot of premium episodes that dive more into this topic of what does it look like to go live in a city that's more moldy than you're used to? How do you know if it's okay for you? And you know, all that whole kind of topic. So this is it. This is how you know. By the way, if you're listening to my podcast right now, this is a free episode. If you want to listen to those premium episodes, you got to go to the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Podbean. It's on App and uh, um, iOS and Android. Podbean. P-O-D-B-E-A-N. Find my podcast, and then you'll see a little orange button on my podcast that allows you to subscribe. It's only on the Podbean app. It's not on other, any of the other apps. I know it's kind of a pain. You might want to listen on other apps, but sorry if you want my content. That's how it's set up. So this this little teeny tiny topic that we started off with today, which is should I take supplements during mold avoidance is really like an Alice in Wonderland door that opens up into a whole huge discussion of what the goal of mold avoidance is. Like, what are we even out here doing? People doing mold avoidance, right? Yeah, of course, it's to get your health back. But like, what's the goal? Like, what's the end game, right? The end game 
of mold avoidance. What's the end game? Where do we end up? What's the finish line, right? Well, my experience and understanding from what my mentors has told me and what I'm living right now is that the end game is to be in that state of spontaneous detox, have that state of spontaneous detox become more robust and impenetrable and strong so that you can maintain that state of detox even when you're in a less good environment, when you're in a more moldy city or a more moldy house or whatever, and then be so familiar with what that state of detox feels like to you as an individual that you can tell if a house or a supplement or a food is helping or hindering your state of detox, right? And you may stray off this path a little bit and go, mm, I don't really care about this detox. I'm going to go back to thinking that all I need is all my fancy supplements and my vitamins and all this stuff. And you're going to get sick again because you're going to realize that the real gorilla on your back, this all this time, all these years of chronic illness, the real problem was this lack of detox. You'll test this just like I did. You'll, you'll test this idea that the, 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 the missing link is detox, right? It's spontaneous locations-based mold avoidance detox. And after you test it a number of times, you'll believe, just like I do, that that is the missing link. So the goal of successful mold avoidance is to do enough locations-based mold avoidance that you, and maybe even do some supplements, sure, whatever keeps you in that state or helps people. You know, there's this big debate about cholesteramine, right? Cholesteramine is the common uh, mold binder that a lot of doctors recommend. Guess what? Some mold avoiders find it helpful, some find it harmful, some find it helpful at certain stages of the process, and some don't. How do you know? You don't know by taking it the first week or the first month that you're doing mold avoidance. Usually, again, individual variations may apply. I'm talking about a principle. You first know by identifying that detox feeling and then working backwards from that and seeing does this cholesteramine facilitate or or defacilitate or hinder that feeling. Now, here's where it gets really interesting, and I'll leave you with this one topic. In a lot of ways, it really is like being reborn because once you have the blinders taken off your eyes and you can see which foods and which supplements really help the process because you can feel them helping you detox more, everything gets turned on its head. All of those supplements and all that wisdom and all that stuff you thought was true really isn't. And all these random weird supplements and, and, and foods and things that you never thought would have been helpful and maybe were even harmful to you in mold avoidance. I find often there's this pattern that sometimes things we feel are um, harmful to us when we're living in mold, when we're living in a moldy environment, actually turn out to be something that was maybe like irritating mold colonies inside our body. And once those mold colonies inside our body are gone, they actually turn out to be good for us. But I look at the foods that I eat these days, guys, the foods, the supplements, the things that I do, the, the, the lunches and the dinners and stuff, and it's some weird shit. It's some weird shit. It's never stuff that I would have thought is the right stuff. Now, here's where it gets super fascinating. This is like a mind-blowing to me. It doesn't surprise me at all that the healthiest foods, at least for me, is some weird shit because so much of what is sold to us as being healthy and good for us is 
either commercial propaganda or it's doctors making decisions with bad premises and bad information because they don't really understand mold illness, or it's an organic farm that's actually right next door to a glyphosate farm and all the glyphosate is bleeding down the hill into the organic farm and you're supposed to say, hmm, this tastes so good and it feels so good even though it's loaded with glyphosate. It makes sense to me that in a society as toxic as America or just about any developed country, it makes sense that when we become our own measurement for what is healthy, that it's going to be some weird shit. It's going to be some weird, and I don't usually cuss a lot, but I do think weird shit is the right word for this. Like I've had these food cravings throughout Moldavoidance that I've talked about in my other podcast episodes that are some weird foods that I would have never guessed like, oh, this is what my body needs to heal, right? But it's not surprising to me that the healing um, code that to de-encrypt, to, to translate the healing code of what foods and supplements are really good for us, it's not surprising to me that they end up being not what we expected because our assumptions are so ass backwards, bass backwards from years of just being stuck in this garbage alternative medicine merry-go-round of spending all of our money and, you know, all these doctors going to, to conference after conference after conference, year after year after year. Every year it's a new fad trend, new supplements, new this, new that. They don't even talk about what happened last year. Well, what about the people that are still taking the supplements from last year, right? Are they just out of date? Yeah, they're out of date. It no longer works, right? So we have this hodgepodge mishmash psychosis of confusion of what our body really needs. And that's why it's so important to become unmasked, learn what detox feels like, convince yourself that detox, spontaneous locations-based mold avoidance detox really is the missing link for your health. Convince yourself of that, learn what it feels like, and then use your own senses to take or not take supplements or foods that sustain that feeling. And that's a really, really good way to be able to live in a moldy city that you really want to live in. And by moldy, I don't mean horribly moldy. I mean, you know, something that's used to be above tolerance for you, but now you really want to spend more time in. It's a great way to do it because now you ha- you're like Superman, right? You can feel for yourself if the city is too hard to over your tolerance and is kicking you out of that detox day. But you may also have found some foods and supplements that help raise your tolerance to mold exposures. It is entirely possible. I'm not anti-supplement. I'm, like a, I'm not like a Mennonite or like what are those people that, that like are anti-technology and they just don't believe you should even use electricity or anything. I'm not like that with supplements. I'm not anti-supplements. It may turn out that there are foods and supplements that do in fact help you stay in that state of detox, right? It may in fact turn out that there are some things you can do that will help you, um, foods, supplements. I'm not even gonna name them here, right? Because you guys are gonna be begging me for them and I might share them at some point, but I don't wanna derail the discussion here because you're just gonna think you can use it as a shortcut to take too many supplements in early mold avoidance, confuse your body, and that little infant baby that is brand new mold avoidance detox is not ready for this yet, okay? But there are some things that I do now that that are supportive treatments that allow me to have more tolerance for mold exposure, right? They keep my detox going longer and better. But here's the thing, none of them 
are really what I thought they would be and what I would expect them to have been. And the only reason I know what they are isn't because I'm some Nobel winning, Nobel Prize winning scientist and I have all the answers. It's because I happen to learn how to get unmasked, how to do locations-based mold avoidance, and how to use my detox as the arbiter, the final arbiter of truth in if something is good or bad for me. And then that has allowed me to decide what supplements to take or not to take. So you guys, I could literally chat about this for, you know, days. So, I mean, we're going on 30 minutes here. I think I should probably wrap it up. But I will say that this this question of should I take supplements in early mold avoidance is a very emotionally charged topic for me because it is so much more important than what you realize. And I'm not saying that each individual supplement decision is all that important, right? I already said this is a principle approach that we're talking about here. I'm not talking about individual bottles of supplements, right? But understanding what's going on behind the scenes and what the larger goal is and what the larger trajectory of recovery is, is so important and it's so critical and essential to the topic of should I take supplements or should I not? Not to mention, I didn't even bring up earlier that probably a lot of those supplements that you bring from your moldy house are deeply contaminated with mold, the outside of the bottle, the inside of the bottle, the capsules, all of that stuff. Um, there, there could be a, a lot of different things you know, at work here, guys. I mean, I can give you so many reasons why a supplement might have felt good while you were living in your moldy house, but then when you're out of mold, it's actually bad. A lot of this stuff gets turned upside down. It, good is bad, bad is good. Um, it, when you get out of mold, you're like a new person. You're like that sculpture that's being chipped away to reveal what's underneath. And anything, just, just, just listen to this. Just, just do me a favor. Any assumptions that you made when you were living in mold don't assume those are going to be true anymore. Even if that bottle of supplements did help you sleep when you were living in mold, it's all different. It's a hundred percent different. You will be blown away at how different your body is when you get out of mold, when you start doing adequate locations-based mold avoidance, not just make up some silly little, oh, I'm going to move across the street and hopefully there's no outdoor super toxins here. No, I mean the hardcore, real locations-based mold avoidance. Your body will change so dramatically. So again, I'm having to kind of cut myself off here because there's a lot more that I want to say. If you want a part two, let me know that you want a part two. And as I said, I go much more in depth into all these topics on my premium $10 per month uh, podcast subscription. Um, I do like to make free episodes like this one once in a while. But uh, if you enjoy these and you want to hear a lot more, please do consider supporting me in that way. Hope you guys all have a good day. And as usual... I'm not a doctor, little disclaimer here. Um, None of this is for medical advice, especially when we're talking about supplements and medications. I do not suggest that anyone start or stop any supplement or any medication based on my advice. You need to first talk to a licensed, qualified doctor. This is just a philosophical, principled-based podcast based on my own personal experience, unformal, you know, not doctor, not medical, all that stuff. So hope you guys have a good day.